Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's John Gibbons here from the Anfield Wrap, and we are previewing Liverpool's friendly game against Bradford on Sunday. And on the phone, I'm joined by Stephen Warnock, who's played for both clubs. Um, you played for Bradford twice, didn't you, Stephen? So you must have liked it. Yeah, I mean, I started uh, on loan there when I was made my professional debut there on loan from Liverpool, and then when I was coming towards the end of my career, I thought it was probably a nice way to to bow out as well. So, yeah, ended up there as well. But it it is a fantastic club. I think it's had its problems over the years, but the heart and soul of the club are uh, are very strong as well. Very family run club. So, yeah, enjoyable place to play football. So it really must have been sort of pleased when you when you saw the the friendly announced, and even more so when you saw the sort of, I guess the reasons behind it or how it's being used. Apart from being obviously preparation for the season for for both clubs, it's also been used to raise awareness for Stephen Darby's new foundation. Yeah, I mean, when when Darby was originally sort of diagnosed with the illness, and I know people close to Darby, I know his agent, and he said the first sort of people that were on the phone were, were Bradford because he'd had such a strong career there. He'd done so much for them, sort of back, back-to-back promotions and um, getting in the, the final of the Carlin Cup. And he'd just had such a strong career there and he, he's a massive fan, fan's favourite. And then obviously his affiliation with, with coming through the ranks at Liverpool and it just made sense that both clubs got together, huge clubs as well. So you know it's going to be um, a good crowd, well supported, a lot of awareness raised, and uh, I think it's a great cause. Yeah, it's it is a great cause, and and you must be, it must be said that, you know, I mean, there's there's a whole list of things that Bradford City are doing at the moment to support kind of this foundation. I know they're doing kind of benefit nights and things like that. There's, um, the, I think they're sponsoring the away shorts. Is that right as well? And so there's there's yeah. a whole host of ways that kind of Bradford are, are looking to kind of support support this this charity and obviously Liverpool kind of getting involved as well can can only help in terms of boosting the profile and boosting the awareness really and hopefully helping people you know other people who are in Stephen's position yeah I think when you look at Bradford and what they've done to, to try and support Dabs I think they're trying every avenue whether it's ex-players uh, the, the supporters whether it's being people who were at the club when he was there uh, round and about so their ideas of trying to raise awareness and raise money to help with the charity have just been incredible. And then also you've got Liverpool who've got the profile. Um, they're, a, they're a bigger bigger name than Bradford, a bigger club. So when they get involved, suddenly it, it gets magnified by 100 times, if not more. So for, for Darbs and for his charity, I think it's a huge step for Liverpool to get involved. And I think it's brilliant. I think... On social media, you've seen so many people 
I mean, I, I was involved in it last week where he's singing a song for Dabs about when he was at Bradford and trying to raise awareness for distance for Dabs, which is such a, a good cause because I don't think people realise too much about motor neurons disease and how much of an effect it's going to have on his life, but not only his life, his, his friends, his close like family, his wife, his mum and dad and his brothers. So that that's when it becomes difficult and that's where the side of it that people don't see. So raising the awareness for things like this is, is, is brilliant and I'm just really pleased to see so many people getting behind it. Yeah, I mean, you sort of mentioned the disease there and raising awareness. It's something that I wouldn't have associated with a young fit lad. And and obviously Stephen Darby was still playing. He's he was he's he's twenty nine, he was you know, he was a professional footballer, you know, you wouldn't have thought that something like that would would affect him, but I guess that shows that, that it can affect anyone. Yeah, I think so. I mean I have been unfortunate in my career where I, I was part of the Aston Villa team when Stillian Pressroff got leukemia. And you look at it and you think, well, how does that happen to a fit person? Then you look at Fernando Rickson, who got motor neurons, and you think, well, how did he get that? And like they're so fit and strong. And, and then all of a sudden you get Darbs as well, who's someone that I know closely. And you think, well, it's, it's so unfair because you never expect it to happen to the fit and healthy ones. And they're the biggest shock. But then they've got that power and that sort of power within the media to use their name to get it across to make it more known and to make people more aware and I think that's what Darbs has realised is that he's, 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 he can be vocal about it and he can try and pass a message on that perhaps others can't so we've got to try and help him with that and that's the biggest thing we can do he played for Liverpool once which is what we all kind of dream of but it is only once but obviously Liverpool football clubs still feel connected to him and still feel like it's something that they want to support and get involved with and I think that says a lot about him as a person really the fact that you know he's 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 obviously still so well thought of within within Liverpool and within the city and within the kind of football community that people kind of want to help and I've never met anyone who, who's ever said a bad word about him you know it's also growing up I know Andy knows him a little bit and things like that and, and everyone just sort of speaks so highly of him and, and, and I think the fact is that, that Liverpool as I say you know there's you know, he's only played. He only played for the for the club that once came through the academy and goes on to have a, a really good career elsewhere. But the fact is that, that there's so many people in in Liverpool, both within the club and when out, still you know want to support him and want to help him and want to kind of support his charity. It says a lot for him, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's for people who haven't met Darbs, he's, he's one of the most grounded, down to earth, lovely kids. He'd do anything for you. Never says a bad word about anyone. Um, but when you talk about Liverpool in that way and you say, oh, you only play for Liverpool once, when you come through the academy at Liverpool, success isn't playing for the first team only. The success is going on and having a career. Yeah. So Liverpool have put a lot of time and effort into Darbs and he's gone away and he's had a, a brilliant career because the amount of kids that come through at Liverpool through the academy and don't go on to even make the career, half the career, a fraction of the career that he's had... Yeah. I mean, that doesn't happen often. So for Liverpool, the time, effort, the money they put into Dabs, that's a massive success. So he is still part of that, the, the Liverpool family, and they'll never forget that. But there'll be kids who probably didn't play for the first team who come through the ranks at, at Liverpool for many years, and Liverpool would still support them because they've put time and effort into them. They've grown to know them. They, get, they have relationships with staff members. And that's what Liverpool's all about. That's why we're such a special club. Uh, I think people forget that at times. 
Um, they wouldn't see Darbs go wanting for anything. If he needed help, support, they'd be there for him. And I think that's that shows the magnitude of the club and why it's such a special club. So I know you're going on Sunday because uh, I bumped into you the other day and you told me, are you looking forward to going back to Bradford? Are you looking forward to the game and, uh, and, and seeing the European champions? Yeah, I mean, I was at the game last night. Um, I, I watched the, the game against Tranmere and I thought they were hungry. Liverpool looked great. I thought they looked like they'd had a well-earned break, but then there's a hunger to, to win more trophies. But for me personally, to go back to Bradford, uh, to watch my two former teams, I'm, I'm excited to go back there. Excited to see Gary Bowyer and what he does this season at Bradford. I think he's a he's a good manager for them this year. Uh, I think he'll do a good job in trying to get them to bounce back straight away uh, into League One. And then obviously with Liverpool coming to town, I just think it'll add a, a special atmosphere. It's not often that a team like Bradford will have the European champions in town. So uh, no, I am I'm really looking forward to it. And, Obviously, with everything that's going on in and around Darbs as well, I think it'll be uh, it'll be a special occasion. Yeah, I think it will be. It'll be a brilliant occasion. It's a chance. I think it's going to be a sellout crowd, which is fantastic as well. And yeah, huge amounts going on generally. So if you want to um, learn more, it's the Derby River Foundation. It is the Derby River Foundation if people want to find out more. And of course, if you want to donate, I'm sure um, Stephen will be really grateful for that and also the charity as well. But yeah, huge thanks to for Steve for joining us on the phone and helping us uh, preview the, uh, the game on Sunday. Cheers for having me on. And we're now delighted to be joined on the phone by Katie Wyatt, who works for The Telegraph and, well, wrote about this game back in November, Katie, when it was first kind of announced a, a pre-season game, which is early for pre-season. But I know Bradford have been generally very keen to support this uh, charity that Stephen Dar- Darby has set up in any way possible and a game against Liverpool to to raise the profile of, of, the, of the charity seems, you know, a, a fantastic way to start. Absolutely, yeah, I think that's exactly the right um, attitude to take. I think as soon as um, the news came out, everyone was desperate to help, but obviously with it being such a, a strange case and such a difficult one and such a personal one, um, no one was really too sure how to do it. And then about a month after his diagnosis, Stephen sort of came back um, to Valley Parade and did a speech on the pitch to say that he was setting up this foundation with Chris Rimmer, who's an ex um military man who had got in touch with Stephen after his diagnosis with a pool fan as well um, and just sort of has been a really big, big support for him um, so straight away Stephen's thoughts kind of turned to forming a foundation and making a difference and then the well, sort of finishing touches have been put to that in the last few months um, and hence this charity game's come about as well so I think it's um, Stephen has just sort of been very focused from the beginning of, of what he can do to help other people and the charity was a big focus for him right from the get-go so I think it's nice that he's going to be launched with such a, a bang this weekend yeah and it's all you know for, for charities and, and, and foundations and things like that you can focus a lot on, on raising money and obviously money is always important but you know awareness is, is just an importance isn't it awareness of the disease awareness of of people who are suffering from it and how and how they can help and also what it does to kind of friends and families and and stuff like that and so i think bradford have been excellent really in terms of everything they've they've done and and this game you know is only going to you know, let people know even more kind of, you know, the, about the foundation, but as I say, just, just kind of raising awareness of, of the disease and how it affects people. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I didn't know a great deal about it until Stephen got diagnosed. I only knew, obviously, Stephen Hawking, um, but then that was about it. So I was yeah. really in the dark and I had to do a lot of Googling and looking on the NHS website and trying to work stuff out. Um, so I think it all of us took us by surprise and because it's such a 
I think a lot of people know someone that's been affected by it, but when I think it's just such a rare thing and for it to be a, an athlete who's so young and it just was so horrifying when we first found out. And I think um, Bradford and Liverpool as well, when they dedicated their Youth Cup win, um, obviously, yeah. which the trophy, I think Derby was captain when they won that in whatever year it would have been with uh, Jay Spearing and Robbie Threlfall and people like that. Um, to, they dedicated their Youth Cup win this year to Derby. They're after Youth Cup win and Bradford have got on their away shorts the... Um, logo for Derby's foundation and stuff so I think it's just something that a lot of people have been really really touched by and obviously we've just got back from the Women's World Cup in France and out there we had a sweepstake where we had to um it was like five years of time and you had to get the goal score at the minute of the first goal and the overall score and none of us got any of it right so it was just rolling over and rolling over for weeks and weeks and weeks and then um the England obviously got knocked out and we were speaking to Steph Hall and Darby's wife at the press conference the next day and then Ollie Holt had said to them you know we put our heads together and we've donated it to Darby's foundation and the um, Football Writers Association have chipped in and contributed as well and she was really visibly touched by it um, so it's obviously difficult because she was very conscious that she didn't want it to be the story of the World Cup that her personal life and everything else but um, also as well I think the way that they both handled it and the way that Stephen's kind of been dealt such a horrible horrible hand and just immediately straight away his thoughts kind of turned to helping other people in the way that he was still doing charity nights at Valley Parade and things like that. I just think it speaks volumes about him. So I think he, he sort of, despite having this awful personal situation, really just stepped up in a way that I just have so much respect and admiration for, and I think we all do. Yeah, um, if you could t- t- sort of tell us a little bit about sort of, you know, Stephen's profile in Bradford, if you, if you like, because obviously here in Liverpool, we know him as someone who came through the academy, as you say, captained that FA Youth Cup side, played for, for Liverpool, albeit only once, but then went on to have a really good career. Most of that was at Bradford. So how highly mm. is he thought of within the within the football club and within the town? Uh, really highly because I mean he came in when they'd got ready to get to League 2 six years before or five years before and they'd been there for ages and hundreds of managers had come in and no matter what anybody tried it just wasn't enough to get them promoted and then Derby came in and was part of a team where I think the team that just made the people of Bradford believe again and obviously they got that was the year that they beat Arsenal and they beat Wigan they beat Aston Villa and got to the League Cup final and so then you were seeing like half and half scarf sellers in Bradford City Centre and things like that and just the city was really sort of captured by everything that that team represented and how hard they worked and Derby was sort of the embodiment of that that he was a full-back, so inevitably didn't sort of hog the limelight or anything, but was just always reliable, hard-working, honest, dedicated. No one had a bad word to say about him. And then a few years later, he became captain and was captain on that FA Cup game when they beat Chelsea. So that sort of cemented his legend <laughs> status. And there is um, a suite in the um, club that's dedicated to sort of that time and specifically the season where they got to the league, finally got promoted. Yeah. Um, and then Derby's sort of all over the walls there and has his shirt framed in a glass case and things like that so he's absolutely a legend at Bradford I don't think anyone would argue otherwise so yeah he's really 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 highly thought of over here as a person and a player I mean I mean, that's that's kind of fantastic to hear and obviously Sunday will mean a lot to him and and obviously to, to Chris as well but also it's you know it's a big occasion for, for, for Bradford City as well to host Liverpool in this in this preseason game it's the game's a sellout which is which is brilliant and so just as a, as kind of a football spectacle on Sunday it's uh, certainly looking something to look forward to yeah definitely I mean it's obviously been strange as a build-up because 
you're kind of preoccupied with thinking about Stephen and thinking about Steph and, and thinking about that side of it. So you sort of didn't really, you don't really get hyped up for it in the same way that you would sure. do with it was like a court game or something. But then as it's sort of drawn nearer and you see how excited everybody is getting and just how, you know, there's a piece on, there's a fans website called Winter Post and there's a piece on there that was saying that obviously Bradford had such a shocking season last year with getting relegated and everything and being through, churning through as many managers as they did. And then there's a feeling over this summer that they're really, really wanting to rebuild and Stephen Darby's the kind of player where if you'd have that we were all sort of pining for last season um just as a leader and as a really honest professional in a team that were getting relegated we could have just we all were looking back on that team really really fondly and nostalgically and he's sort of coming in I don't know it's before the game or after the game to give a talk to the current squad about what it meant for him to play for Bradford and how you can be a success at a club of that size and with the fan base that we've got and everything else so I think there is a real sense of occasion now and excitement about um, Liverpool coming to town and a chance for us as well to raise lots of money but to also kind of rebuild as a fan base and really embrace the even and what Gary Boy is doing and everything else. Yeah, I mean, as you say, it's going to be a fantastic occasion. But um, you know, all our thoughts are, are with are with Stephen and and obviously the the charity with Chris and and the recovery. Um, if people do want to support it and can't get there on Sunday for whatever reason, uh, there are a couple of just giving pages running at the moment. One of them is involved involves sorry uh, staff at Bolton and Bradford who are doing a 65 mile walk across three days uh, to raise funds for the Derby River and the MND Foundation and that is through Just Giving and the address for that is justgiving.com slash crowdfunding slash distance hyphen four hyphen dabs hyphen fundraiser uh, that was quite challenging for me uh, but if you if, 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 <laughs> but if you do if you google the charity it's one of the first ones that comes up uh, they're just short of their targets at the moment so I'm sure they would appreciate any help um but just just kind of ahead of of, of Sunday, um, just before we finish, and you know, to 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 have this 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 big game just just shows between these clubs, you know, with different kind of ambitions at the moment. It, it should be said in a different kind of you know part of the pyramid currently, although that hasn't hasn't always been the case. Just kind of shows how highly thought of um, you know Stephen in particular is as a, as a footballer as, as a person that that both clubs do want to support him in any way they can. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's you hear a lot of stories where towards the end of his Bradford career, he wasn't he'd gone from being like a first choice starter to not really playing at all. And you hear a lot of stories about how even when he didn't play, he went around and clapped all the fans and congratulated every player that did start. And even at Bolton, when he was kind of his career was telling off a little bit, and he would admit that he wasn't playing his best football. Um, the consensus was that he was still kind of the best trainer in that team, the best professional in that team. And obviously it's just a horrendous, horrendous thing to happen to anybody. But I think the way that everyone's pulled together and the way that people speak about him, I there isn't a single person in football that has a bad word to say about him. And it's such a cliche, but yeah. it's certainly, certainly true of Stephen. Okay, uh, huge thanks to Katie for joining us. Um, you can follow her at Katie Wyatt, that's with a double T, on Twitter. And thanks, obviously, to Stephen for joining us earlier as well. And that's been our preview for the Bradford game for the Anfield Wrap. Sports Social Podcast Network.